Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today I want to talk about pitching your podcast to non-listeners. Now, last week, the Infinite Dial people and Triton Research and Edison and all that came out with the Podcast Consumer. Podcast Consumer 2019 that talked about, well, the consumer, the people who actually consume podcasts. And while there are lots of podcasts out there, lots of paps like this one that have been talking about the survey, I want to dig in on one slide and one slide only. And it's the slide that asked the question, so, hey, you people out there, the majority of the people, the, the people that just don't listen to podcasts, um, why not? Why don't you listen to podcasts? Now, remember, this is survey data, which I think is good, about, good at getting information about the mind space of people, what they think about things, but not necessarily what they do. But nonetheless, so that's why I think a lot of the, 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 it's a great survey, but I want to focus just on this one because this asks the people, why do you think it is that you don't listen? What is it, what is it about podcasting that says you're not going to listen? And I think it's important we understand that because as podcasters who want to get more people listening to our shows, we want to make sure we're appealing to people and bringing them into the podcasting fold. Not for the good of podcasting overall, but because of very um, mercenary thoughts, very selfish thoughts. Look, if you're a business in your podcasting, if you've got a mailing list of 200,000 people, you want those people to listen, but the reality is like 72% of the people that are on those mailing lists aren't podcast listeners. So it's very important to understand why they don't listen, and then more importantly than that, once you understand why, make some adjustments. So I'm just going to talk about the top three reasons why people say they don't listen and how you can adapt to that. So the number one reason, 70 75% of the people who aren't listeners indicated that the reason they don't listen to podcasts is they think that podcasting just isn't for them. That's it. No other reason than that. Yeah, they know of podcasting. We already know that 70-some-odd percent of the population know about podcasting, and 51% of them have indicated they have actually listened to at least one episode of a podcast in their lives. But for the large, the people who don't listen, the largest majority of those people say they don't listen because podcasts have nothing for them. Podcasting itself is just simply not for them. So here's what that really means to me. Uh, it's it's kind of like Chinese buffets. Chinese buffets really aren't for me. I've tried Chinese buffets, but they're really just not for me. It's not my preferred type of food. So you can tell me all about the newest and greatest and most amazing Chinese buffet you've discovered, I'm not going to go. 
because I've sampled and I know that it's not for me. Same thing for these people. These people have likely, not necessarily, but likely sampled a podcast at one point in time in their lives. It might have been in 2006. It might have been 2016. It might have been yesterday. It might have been one single episode of a podcast. And they say, yeah, that's not for me. So if you've got that mailing list of 200,000 people and you keep hitting them with the message of listen to my podcast or worse, subscribe to my podcast, and they think podcasting is not for me, you're not going to reach that person. It doesn't matter how much you crow at them about please listen, please try it, please no. They're not going to listen. You have to adjust your tactics with that. It's about features and benefits. More importantly, it's the benefits. They think podcasting is not for them. You, working podcaster out there, with a dedicated show and a dedicated mailing list or some other audience who's not yet listening, don't just beg them to listen. Why? Why should they listen? What kind of content can they get by checking out your show? Convince them that your show is for them. Give them the benefits and maybe some of the features, but give them the benefits of why they should actually be listening. Don't just say, on my latest episode, I do this. That's not enough. They've already said podcasting's not for them. Do something different. Second reason people say that they don't listen to podcasts is because they don't have enough time. There's just not enough time. They're busy, busy people, and they can't fit podcasting into their life. Okay, that's a perception becoming a reality. That is people who think that Listening requires some dedicated amount of time. And because they are busy people with reading three or four different publications and they have their inbox at 2,000 emails sitting there and waiting and the phone's ringing and they got super busy days, how could I possibly fit one more thing into my life? Well, two things to think about here, podcaster. One, it's going to be harder to get people to buy into a super long show if they already think they don't have time for it. So I need you to just think about that for a minute. Think about the length of time you're the length of time commitment you're requiring someone to do. But once you've thought about that, once you understand that and you're doing the show that's the right length for your show, the way you combat that is help your dedicated audience who's not yet listening. Help those customers, help those people you connect with understand that most podcasting is done because you can do other things. Drive time doing the dishes, other sorts of activities. That podcasting isn't about making new time. It's about making better use of the existing time that you have. I think that's why we're seeing a proliferation of now day-parted podcasts that are coming out for drive time. Just listen to this on your way home in the car. Beats listening to music, doesn't it? Listen to this in the morning when you get up and you're making breakfast. That's the kind of thing you want to tell people who think they don't have time. Point out the times in the day when your show would fit for them and talk loudly about that. Last thing. And by the way, last last one, 51% of the people said they don't have time. 51%. Interesting. Last one. Last one. 49%, slightly under that, said, there's nothing inside of podcasts I can't get somewhere else. Now, this one's trickier. Because we do have a flood of media options at our availability. At our availability? Available to us. Now we've got Apple News Plus is coming out. We've got 16 different services we pay streaming time to. We've got, as I said before, 
instant access to, to emails, where we're subscribing to newsletters, we've got social media feeds. People are easily able these days in 2019 to keep up with the topics that they care about. So what is it about your podcast episodes that they're going to get that they can't get anywhere else? I think this is one of the reasons why the interview format is so popular. I'm not suggesting you change your show to an interview format if you don't already. But I think one of the reasons the interview format is popular is that, sure, I can read an interview with someone. That happens. But it's much easier to watch and or listen to that interview take place. That's something you really can't get by reading an interview. Because, you know, an hour-long interview could be 15,000 words. That's a lot of time to commit to that, right? And maybe people don't want that. They want to skim through and do that. So I want you to think about the way you can position your podcast to people. Tell them what is it inside of your show that is worth listening to that they really can't get anywhere else. This is where super detailed show notes, if you will, that means the microcopy inside of the episode, as well as a nice, long, fat blog post on the other side that talks about the actual contents of the show are super important to combat this, to tell people in words, in text that they can read, why the stuff inside is more important, that they should actually give it a listen. And that's just the top three reasons. And I think they all compound. It's all, it's a, it's a change in your perspective to understand that there are reasons people aren't listening and you've got to adapt to that to get them to listen. This is super important for businesses who are making business-focused content. And if you are a business owner or professional service provider and you think about podcasting and maybe you should jump into the fray and you want to help make sure that your, your existing audience can listen, get in touch because this is the kind of stuff I do for my clients all the time. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro reaches me. You can go to podcastlaunch.pro to get a list of all the services I offer for my clients. And I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, shout your abortion. 
is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.